Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Lilo DiCaprio can play the killer. Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star. Her Jake Gilly used the smoke to see shut. We about to talk about Bushy Pictures. Welcome to the show. Your favorite actor. My favorite actor. Our favorite actor. Hour, no 60 minutes. <laughs> uh, that's better than the last 60 minutes bar you said, because if I remember correctly, it had nothing to do with the correct amount of time. But now, did that Was that bar on one of our lost hours, or did that probably. make the air? I have no clue, because we have so much lost hours yeah. that I don't remember nothing. Nathan. Alright. Oh my gosh. Just <laughs> I'm doing what the rappers was doing. It's a punchline what the rappers be saying. Ah. Hey, anyways, you already know what this is. This is another episode of the Leo B. Jillen Hall, whatchamacallit, the podcast where we're supposed to be talking about movies, but easily get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here, John. You already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. Slim Nady, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr. Oh, shit, Brett's in the third. Peter Party Starter. No. The Tomb Nader. <laughs> Nadington. Who else has silk pajamas? Belly Rolling. Pacific Him. Who else I is? Nady Player One. Uh. <laughs> and Roly Man. It's Joaquin Penny's Worth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zant, a.k.a. Kydala Sign. Don't forget, love Joaquin. No. Make sure you remember that name. Book Engagement K, Kayanya Taylor Joy. Fossil Man, the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, uh, Chorus Kojo, Cool Breeze, Kingpin, the Hibachi Chef, the Name Generator, Neon Ember, the FPG, the Bar Technician, the Facebook, and Guy. Nah, see, I'll, I'll give away a free post if somebody figure out what FPG means. Facebook guy. Nah. Cause you always be on Facebook. Most definitely not. <laughs> and King Cycle. That's the sound of my wheels going. Oh, yeah. Sweet lady. Whoa. Would you, you be, be mine? Sweet love for Lifetime And I'll be there When you need me Just call and receive me Gosh. <laughs> All right, you seen new movies since the last episode? I finally 
I'll start with this one. I completed my lunch break <laughs> viewings of Star Wars The Last Jedi. Okay. Uh, so it, what was your official thoughts? All right. Because we talked about it a little bit last week, but this one def- definitely had like a little different kind of vibe from uh, Force Awakens. Oh, yeah. I forgot to ask you before you keep going because mm-hmm. I, I think you, you had already seen it when uh, Leia hit the Force in, the, in space and fumed. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Some very odd stuff in this. <laughs> when I saw that scene for the first time, some of the stuff they were doing was, was very Matrix, and I was—I I had to have rolled my eyes because <laughs> that was unnecessary. Uh, at one point, Ray had all them uh, boaters floating with her hand. Yeah, uh, this looks wild. <laughs> That's just natural powers. I was like, where'd she get that from? Uh, she just always had it in her. <laughs> But yeah, at times the movie felt a little like Valerian-y. Woo! Not bad like that, but kind of the little when when uh, uh, Finn and uh, Asian girl, I would say <laughs> Trisha Takanawa. Tran? Tran? Trish. Her name better not be <laughs> Trini, like from uh, Power Rangers. Erica. I have no clue. But Definitely their, not Erica. Their little adventure with John Lager making little comedy jokes. I can't even describe his jokes. Yeah, it was just that. That whole thing was a waste of my time. Yeah. At the at a point in the beginning, I forgot what this uh, what the story was, and I didn't know what was happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I was saying, there was a lot of humor in it, even during serious moments. Like uh, uh, Finn was fighting. Uh, what's that stormtrooper's name? Uh, Captain Phasm. Yeah. Phasma. And he, he called her like something. He said something like Metalhead or mm-hmm. something. It was very generic. Yeah, I didn't like that. See, good movies can get away with murder with that. Because like, if you watch like the Avengers. Yeah, they something, say all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah, but it's funny yeah. because the movie is unenjoyable. So you have no choice. to just like, <laughs> when, uh, good one, Cap. Yeah, when you, when you over here like, I'm watching you. Yeah, like, what are you doing? Uh <laughs> They were using a whole lot of the force for telepathy. <laughs> yeah. That was bananas. That was something they didn't do before. Yeah, they had long distance calls. And then that whole <laughs> scene where Luke Skywalker at the end and uh, his encounter with Kylo, and they were shooting him up, and he came about that smoke. I'm like, y'all had to have known <laughs> yeah. that he was not there, because how else? We definitely should have known because he came in with the fresh cut. Uh-huh. Where did he, he have looked, a barber on I that say, island? I say he looked like young Luke. <laughs> uh, like I, I like the movie, but with J.J. Abrams coming back, it makes this movie feel even more out of place. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said last week, wouldn't have too much of an argument if somebody said it was whack. Because the same reasons why somebody may like it. Could be the same reasons why somebody says it's whack. Mm-hmm. There was so little action in it for well over an hour. <laughs> and then uh, seeing Puppet Yoda again was entertaining because it had like a Sesame Street feel to it. He was talking like, when I don't know when I was watching it, he sounded like Bill Cosby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that was Man, going through Bill my Cosby head. He must have slipped and did that voice. He could have easily done it, but it sounded like the when people parody Bill Cosby's voice. So that's how it sounded. <laughs> And then I don't get why John Boyega, a.k.a. the king of sci-fi, as he has been crowned, <laughs> has, in regular life, he has a crispy edge up and mm-hmm. some personality. In these movies, he got the look of, like, a black creative player in the mid-2000s. 
He ain't got no edgy. But his, his acting ain't bad or nothing. It's just like a different type of person than in the movies. And then, of course, already had, had it spoiled that Snoke dies. But even though knowing it happened, the way it played out in the movie still wasn't too shocking. Because he was, for one, he was talking very reckless <laughs> at the time. <laughs> but I thought nobody could touch him. Yeah, but up to that point, he wasn't even in the movies a lot. So when someone ain't in the uh, in the trilogy of a movie too often, it's not a shocking death. I just would like to see him. Like, why is he? I just want some background. Don't yeah. try to make him this uh, yeah, the, emperor. I would say that's even more of a reason it's not shocking. <laughs> like, bye. Yeah, the fight scene with Ray and Kylo was cool. Uh, that little Asian girl saved Finn on several occasions. He tried to kill himself. Yeah, but overall, like I liked the movie. It just didn't. It just felt different for some reason. Yeah, I like Ryan Johnson just based off of Looper, but maybe he just necessarily ain't meant to. I don't know. Maybe he tried so hard to make this like a Emperor's or Emperor's New Groove. What is that one called? Emperor Strike Back? Yeah, Empire that Strikes one, Back. I was going to say, it ain't called Emperor Strike Back. I know that much. He tried to make it dark like that, but... I mean, Story-based. Yeah, people, even even people overreact how dark that movie actually was. Just because how it ended, that's why they call it dark. But there was still humor and lighthearted stuff in that movie. Uh, almost too much. Uh, what's his name? Lando. His cape alone was lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody with a cape. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I can't really... Like, you ain't that dark, my dude. Yeah. Wesley Snipes. Opposite. Uh, Get it? Because ain't that dark, my dude. But Wesley Snipes is super dark. Yeah. And then I saw Unsane. All right. I saw that as well. What would you think about that? Uh... For, for one, let me start this off because this is the biggest compliment a movie can get. You stayed awake. Saw the ten thirty showing. Okay. Stayed awake again. <laughs> That's three movies in a row. Maybe. I don't know. Am I breaking it? Although, if I would have closed my eyes, I'd have been gone. <laughs> but I didn't even get too much of a sleepy feel over me. Maybe but, you gotta go see late movies from now on. I don't know because these are regular time movies. I'll be mad gone. <laughs> But even when I was seeing late movies before, because a perfect late movie was uh, The Circle, and I was sleeping well, that movie. That's a boring Knocked one. Out. I haven't seen that movie, and I know it's boring. <laughs> yeah. But I really enjoyed the movie, despite the sounds of everyone around me in that theater. It was super loud. Uh, people, granted, it was like it felt like they were teenagers or something. Probably like teenagers just, go to that movie theater. I've noticed a lot, uh-huh. which is weird. It was like it's the worst movie I ever seen. This was a waste of my time. This was stupid. Bloody bloody blah. I, I thought, like. I thought it was a pretty good I movie. Say, I was surprised. I mean, I thought the movie would be good, but I was surprised at how I like I how much it. I thought it was good. And they good. changed it up. It didn't give it away in the trailers. Now that you actually seen the movie, yeah. yeah. Like, Oh, um, oh yeah! I thought it was like gonna be a, a a psychological thriller the whole time. Yeah, it became like a regular one. Yeah, it was just like because I thought they were gonna like let you spoiler alert go all the way down into the movie and make you think if she was like crazy or, or yeah. yeah seeing the guy or not. And they they do that for about like thirty minutes, and that portion is very entertaining. Yep, that's a good movie. So if they would have kept it up the whole time, just seeing her act crazy was hilarious. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they was like. All right, we're going to just put that out the way with and let you know what's really what's up through the whole movie. I and, thought it was good, yeah. too. And I liked how he didn't he did it real subtle. Like, it didn't just go, oh, that is the real stalker. Mm-hmm. It just happened. Yeah, we just it, like, it, that made it actually, that even made it, like, kind of creepy almost. 
Cause, it, cause I thought, creepy. yeah, cause I thought, like, like you said, for thirty minutes, you was thinking, oh, she's just seeing this stuff. Yes. And then when you figured out, oh, she ain't seeing this, that made it creepy because they didn't go like, they didn't show like no evidence or nothing or right. like the, a big score or sound effect. Really? Like this is, yeah, it just happened. And then you would see, like, in the background, looking through windows and stuff, he was there. Yeah, because uh, when they first tried to make you think she was crazy when she seen him on that one dude, but it ended up just being the other dude, uh, you're like, all right, yeah, she, she's just seeing this guy on, she's projecting his face on everybody. Yeah. So when they showed him the second time, you just assume like, oh, yeah, that, that can't be him. He, there's no way he could get a job here. Yeah. And then come to find out, that yeah. was him. That's what I don't like. That's the only part I don't like, though, is the fact that. How, how he did was he, a magician. That, like, <laughs> how, did he, how did he get that job, though? Ah. How did he, there's some parts in that movie where if I want to really think on it too long, then I can start really nitpicking. So the, I let those go. Yeah, I didn't. But the that way they, one is annoying. The way they set it up, why were the people working there so odd at the yeah. beginning of the movie? But then it was a regular, I mean, it was a, of course they were, well, that's a spoiler. Yeah, uh, yeah. But, it was more real life than I thought it was going to yeah, be. Yeah, that, it, I almost thought this was about to be like a alien movie or something <laughs> wild. <laughs> The way them people was acting. Nope. They was just, she just don't know how to read documents she's signing. Yep. But uh, Claire Foy did a real good job. Mm-hmm. I can't even describe her character because she was living like a regular life, but she was like an odd person. She was like a very extreme version of if somebody has like PTSD from something that happened. Yeah. And then top that off with however she <laughs> she was acting, like even little things <laughs> she was. I can't even describe her personality. She was like just a... R- a funny uppity. She was like person. artistic or something. <laughs> she was cracking me up every time that one girl says something side to her. Oh yeah, she gave her the hands. <laughs> By the way, Juno Tempo's played that role before. Probably share career. She, I thought it was gonna go this way. She played. Let me. Uh, yeah, that's got. I gotta look Juno Tempo up. <laughs> she has played this before, and is that her real voice? I. I'm so thrown off by people's voices now. It's all Idris Elba's fault. Ever since we all figured out that he got an accent, <laughs> I don't trust nobody's voice anymore. So I don't. Let even me know. look at because any movie where somebody needs to play crazy, she's always that co-star. She really is. That is weird. Like, are, is she is she been typecasted where she can't be like a normal person anymore? She has done a whole lot of movies. She can straighten her hair, and then she would probably be seen as normal. All right, so unsaying she played this character, but it seems so familiar. I know she's done this in a movie. All right, let's look at these. I mean, her character in Dark Knight Rises kind of reminded me of that. Yep. She was in. I'm going past that. Oh, yeah. I know I'm one of the movies I'm thinking of. It's this movie called Magic Magic that I watched with uh, Michael Sarah in it. She plays something like that. So that's one. Oh, I remember the other one, Killer Joe. She played... A character similar to that. I need to watch that movie again. Because remember, she played Dottie, who was uh, on the retarded side of the game. That name sounds familiar. All, all I really remember about that movie is the chicken. Yeah, because she was in Mill Hirsch's little uh, dumb sister. So, she, yeah, she's played this about three times. She's been typecasted as a little uh, in, in, interesting weirdo psychopath. Yep. Well, I mean, hey, that is interesting. Get your checks, I guess. She also was in Year One <laughs> with, with Jack Black and Michael, Michael Sarah. Oh, she would constantly be working with Michael Sarah then. They must be dating. Nah, she used to date uh Michael Agrano, a- a- whatever his name is. Oh, Michael Angrano. Uh huh. Who? Last time I saw him, he was on Mom. 
Okay, what happened? <laughs> you was a movie star, I thought. People be on the up and up, and the next thing they look like Macaulay Culkin or what's the other one? Dylan Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> the little boy from Sixth Sense. Oh, yeah. I still be seeing him. What's his name? Because he got chubby and. Uh, Haley Joe Osment. Yeah, I be looking at him like, where have uh-huh. I seen you from? Dang, he's only uh, Michael Rolabla is only thirty years old. Mm-hmm. You start. He was. In, he must have been in Sky High when he was like a young twenty or teenager. Hey, let me look at his movies real quick. Almost Famous, Sea Biscuit, Sky High. I told the Sea Biscuit, and I ain't shooting guns in the ocean. What? <laughs> That's a bar. I got. I got way harder bar for that. I got bars. A, anyways, what I was saying, I was talking about unsane. Where my notes at? I didn't write that many notes. Uh, what else? Jay Farrell, uh, he did good. Yeah, he did good, and even though for some reason threw me off, uh, cameo by a super famous actor, or as I'm gonna call him, cameo man. Now, yeah, I'm sick of Two times of in a row, this <laughs> this man has done cameos in movies for 35 seconds. Uh-huh. I mean, if you want to count, uh, what's that space movie? Oh, uh, uh space and nope, Interstellar. That ain't that one. It's not. Uh, uh-uh. he was in because he was in Interstellar. His like his. I don't know if they actually uh, promoted like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in there. Uh, and then so he has done. Yep. <laughs> he did. Thor. Yep. And then now this. I ain't gonna say who it is though, but you can piece <laughs> it all together. <laughs> Who's in all three of them movies? So he is Mr. Cameo. That is weird. Like that is I want I mean I think it's still like how they shot the movie with the iPhone. Yeah, I like that. It made it made the movie seem more different. Personal and uh like you were actually in her head. Yeah. Cause it was this is a It felt brain. like we was watching it in real life or like we was there just observing what like, some crazy stuff yeah. happened over here. Yeah, like it, it had like the vision where you, you just you didn't seem like sane when you watched the movie. Everything seemed like a little off. Yeah. So I think that fit well with the movie. I want to know how long it took to shoot that movie. Uh-huh. I'm gonna start reading about it. I didn't get a chance to. I want to. If I had an iPhone, I would download the software that he or the app that he used. It's called like Film Something. Yeah. But so, yeah, that he did a good job with that. I like the way that it added to it something new. So I wonder how much that cost. Even though he yeah. didn't just use iPhone, I think he used drones too. Because I was you, say he used a drone in that movie. I say when unless you, he attached it to he the could have. That would have <laughs> been wild. <laughs> like, please don't fall. <laughs> That'd have been real hard. But those little quick credits at the end. Oh the, yeah, the credits where you blink, you missed it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was dope. Um, uh, what else? Let's see, we already talked about that. Um, the facility she was in was very careless. Like, yeah. oh, the old dude was getting away with some things that he should have been getting away with if the facility was watching over all his yeah. workers. Yelled at him about the pills. He said it wouldn't happen again. But at the end, the whole the uh, where he put her at the end of the movie, there is no way they could just be like, oh yeah, we already insurance already uh, stopped doing whatever for her, <laughs> yeah. so she's gone. Just yeah. not even pay attention to why he's going up there. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, hey, that was a uh, clever little simple story. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, they dumbed Steven it Soderberg down. Came out with. I'm like, I like that. Do something. Keep doing it like this. Yeah, because I thought, like I said, I thought it was gonna be a more elaborate psychological thriller, which means the plot would have been more uh, intricate. But he dumbed it down. Yep, what he it, did two solid stories in there. And then kept intertwining them. That was. Yeah, I liked how he did that. Made it good. Forget what those little teenagers in your theater were saying. Hey, got good reviews. Milkshake said she didn't like it too much, but then she she also added. She was tired. That could that plays into a movie that I watched over the weekend. She was very tired, so I know that that had a little effect because I was wide awake somehow. Mm-hmm. It was a good movie. Yeah, this was one of those movies that was entertaining, even though it kind of really didn't do that much. Yeah, a little clever, kind kind of clever twist at the end. Uh, that's giving it away. But the way she came up with a plan to escape out of uh, solitary confinement, even though. She should have finished her job while she was in there. She instead of letting Juno uh, get the old sloop sloop <laughs> twisty the old head twist. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. That dude is nuts. Yeah, he, he at times he didn't seem crazy. Yeah. But then like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's no wonder he be stalking her and following her uh, miles wild. and miles away. <laughs> did what he did to her mom. <laughs> of course, movies never fail when they have to off the old color fella. Uh huh. Always first. <laughs> Easy. <sighs> well, whatever. Um, yep. That was a good movie. All right. You see anything else? Nope. That was it for this week. All right. Uh, for, after I saw Unsane, I saw Ready Player One. To start out by summing it up, this movie was exactly what I expected it to be. Just an entertaining little a game movie that has a bunch of pop culture references from like video games and movies and stuff. It did that. Ty Sheridan was cool. My girl Olivia Cook, she got two uh, good performances for the year, and it's only March or April, I guess now. So that was good. The The big race they had at the beginning where they was looking for the first keys in the movie, they got to find three keys in order to unlock the the get, or the or prize. So the first key, you had to finish this race. The first one was so destructive. It was just hilarious <laughs> watching it. It was just entertaining and funny at the same time. So I enjoyed that, and I had a bunch of just movie and game references all in that from King Kong to I think Godzilla to just a bunch of other stuff. So that was dope. There was a funny Clark Kent glasses and identity references that joked on the fact that his appearance just disappears when he puts those glasses on. <laughs> um, the movie got kind of dark when they did a, the shining scene. Mm-hmm. I was surprised by that. Cause I can't, every time I think of this movie, I just think it's like a PG 13 family movie, but that yeah. little shining scene made it seem like kids go to the bathroom for this scene real quick. Um, TJ Miller, he played, or he voiced one of like the, this, what would you yeah, call them? They would have had time to switch the voice. They could have, but Bill the hater could have did it real quick. Like the hitman to the bad guy. He played like that character. And, if the character was meant to be serious, I don't know why they would have got him, but luckily the character was meant to be funny, so it made sense. But just hearing T.J. Miller voice to some, somebody who's, like, evil, even though all the characters he kind of plays, he's, like, not good, but he's just, like, a goofy, bad person, if that makes sense. So that was that. Like I said, I mean, there were some plot points that they felt like, you kept forgetting about because it, it was so small. Like so, once the end of the movie came, they will resolve something. Then another thing we need to be resolved. You're like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so I feel like the movie just kept extending on and extending on and extending on to really make you feel that two hours and twenty minutes of his runtime. But it was still enjoyable and fun and just a good movie throughout. So 
I enjoyed that. Next, uh, what did I watch? Uh, to continue my Blu-ray marathon and in preparation of Avengers Affinity War, I watched uh, Captain America The Winter Soldier, or at least I attempted to watch it cleanly, but the Blu-ray I have decided it wants to keep skipping <laughs> and pausing and moving forward into the movie, so that was a frustrating watch. I couldn't watch it cleanly and fully enjoy, enjoy it like I usually do, but from what I remember, the movie's still great, great action. I like the whole uh, storyline of the Winter Soldier really being Bucky and, you know, his uh, relationship with Steve Rogers and, you know, all that whole thing. So that's dope. Next, I watched um, Avengers Age of Ultron on Blu-ray. That's a great movie compared to the first one. It's always hard to say which one is better because the Mm -hmm. first one is the first one. It was groundbreaking. This one had way more action and was just um just great from start to finish it its storyline and stuff might have its little flaws here and there and uh what's his name Ultron might not have been as great as a villain as I was anticipating he was going to be but the movie is still one of my favorite movies of all time so that was great rewatching it again um and then we're moving on to Continue on my Blu-ray marathon. Just got I, Tanya, so I watched that again. That's still a great uh, movie with great performances from Allison Janney, who just won an Oscar for it. Margot Robbie, Sebastian Stan. Uh, you watched two Sebastian mm-hmm. Stan movies. And the script is great. And, and then I was watching like some behind-the-scenes of the movie on the Blu-ray. And that movie might be more expensive than I thought it was because <laughs> they literally had – so Margot Robbie never did like the uh, the – the scenes where she was skating. They had an actual skater. And then just seeing them, how they had to have Margot Robbie in like this little big old round thing and capture her facial expressions and then put her face on top of the skaters. (laughs) And then they also had to put the crowd in the background because she was, they never skated with the crowd. They went ahead and uh, NBA live did. Mm -hmm. They had, I think they said a lot of those shots at a time had like between like three and six layers of stuff that they had to add. Uh. Cause they was like talking about how they had all these different camera angles on the on the rink and all this type of stuff. So I was like, for Margot Robbie to have to act in something she's not even doing, like she's not even skating. So I assume she had to like watch the skating scenes and act out the facial expressions for each point. Or maybe they just did something where that they did some trickery editing where it made it look like everything she was doing was natural expressions. Uh, but either way, I thought that was very cool and and also very hard to do because it did you couldn't really tell for a lot of the stuff that it was done that way. So I thought that was dope. Um, and then the last movie I watched was on Netflix, <laughs> and it was called Roxanne. Roxanne. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was under Produced the- by Skateboard P. I don't know if you want too much credit for this movie. <laughs> Him and Forrest Whitaker. They did good with uh, Dope. Dang. All right. I guess they, they about to break up. They little, I mean, and mind you, it has like a 70-something percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Consensus is as good. Uh, I, on the other hand, can't do not see how it got it because not many people know who Roxanne, Roxanne Shantae yeah, is for one. <laughs> they don't know her background. She retired from music in her 20s. She didn't put out her first album. She dropped Roxanne's Revenge at 14. Didn't come out with her first album till 19. That sold a brick. Came out with her second album a few years after that. 
I think that was more well received, but it still didn't make any money. So like she said on the Breakfast Club interview, she really retired because she wasn't making no money from doing music. And it showed if you actually just look at her catalog and stuff. That's crazy. But So when you watch the movie, you would think, all right, they would uh, tell you about her music career because not many people know about it. Because it happened so long ago, and her being a female rapper, and you know people don't be paying attention to yeah. females and what they be doing. <laughs> so you thought they would focus on her story, mixing in with her like her um, her personal background, like they do in typical biopics. But I should have known when I was reading like little uh, excerpts on Rotten Tomatoes that this breaks the mode of bio music biopics because music was literally like in the background of this movie, <laughs> like. Uh, when she did Roxanne's Revenge, how they or how they touched on the fallout from it was so like it was just so nonchalant. It was just like whatever. I don't even think they really touched on her music after that. <laughs> it was so focused on her personal life. And on top of that, this movie moved at the most rapid pacing I have ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. Mind you, I was falling asleep on it off in it. So that could just be me falling asleep on a scene and then waking up and, and it being a completely different scene. <laughs> But I was watching it with Brianna, and she also said that the pacing was kind of fast, but she liked it more than I did because I caught it cheeks once it went off. <laughs> I did not like this movie at all. I mean, her story was interesting, I guess, like as far as, you know, being a 14-year-old or teenage girl hustling on the streets and moving in with somebody and then dating an old man who was up being Mahershala Ali. So he's he was a pedophile in this movie, which I didn't like. Thank goodness he right. sh- he shot this movie before he won his Oscar. Okay, that made me feel better. Yeah, because this this movie showed at Sundance of last year in January. Uh-huh. So that means they had to shoot this movie in like 2016 or 2015, and he won his Oscar in March or February or whatever of 2017. So yeah, make sure he's picking his roles right lately. Yeah. But I just the the there's some, some like interesting elements from her story was like made it I but. They would not let a scene settle if it got past a minute. They was like, phew, <laughs> moving on. I was like, oh, I just, I need to breathe in for some of these scenes. I do not like that. So the fact that Mahershala was a pedophile. Yeah. The pacing was at hyperspeed. <laughs> like they was on, uh, they was in Star Wars and they just hit the Millennium Falcon, that little special button where the lights start turning blue all around yeah. you and you go zoom, zoom. And <laughs> uh, and the fact that they didn't focus more on her music like I thought they should have, I thought was unfortunate so i don't other people seem to like it i just didn't not enjoy this movie at all so we'll see where that falls on my year-end list and that is all um i started listening to the last episode then i got distracted and went down a rabbit hole of old songs on youtube because <laughs> i went and i went and looked for the video like let me go watch this uh mm-hmm. ryan isley busted video so i can see that celtics jersey yep and that led me to uh con- Contagious, which so then led me to. I was like, watch me, baby. <laughs> Give me what you got. In, in the song, he says uh, to R. Kelly's character, whatever his name is, he was like, he, he looked real familiar. And I was like, what is the song that he's referring to? So then I had to watch uh, Download. Nobody has to know that video where they was beefing way back in oh, the yeah. day when R. Kelly had the body uh-huh. before he had the braids with the no hang time. <laughs> then I noticed when I was watching Busted, I was like, 
this was in the era where R. Kelly was wearing that black suit with the gold tie because uh-huh. that gold tie was from Trapped in the Closet. I don't remember which one because he had like a black jacket and like a burgundy shirt uh-huh. at first. Then he switched over to the black on black with the gold tie. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this must have been an era where he didn't have any suits. So <laughs> whatever. And that led to a bunch of other old songs. And the next thing you know, I'm leaving. I'm leaving work. So <laughs> and yeah. So you got anything you want to uh, do first before we... Started from the bottom, now my whole team fucking here. Started from the bottom, now we here. Started from the bottom, now the whole You know what that means? Something I don't know if we played in a while, but I got one round uh, started from the bottom. This is the game where I pick a movie, start from the number 10th bill person and go up, and he has to try to guess in at least names as possible. Your first name is Ben Middleson. Rogue One? Nope. Ready Player One? Nope. Um, uh, what's it called? Place Beyond the Pines? <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was an easy name. Right. I fixed it. Finally. <laughs> I got told it one name. Beast of this game. Then following the next nine names was John Fatchy, Mahershala Ali. I would have got luck. I always forget Mahershala was in that uh-huh. movie. Angelo Anthony Pizza. His name better not really be Pizza. <laughs> that sounds racist. <laughs> Angelos. Pizza. <laughs> Olga Mirdids. Oh, Ava Mendez. Craig Van Hook. And Ryan Goosling. Where is Bradley Cooper? Brad. That For one, Bradley Cooper is the lead in that movie. I don't care what nobody says. He, and this ain't in alphabetical order. I don't know why he's so low on this list. Where's your boy Dane? Yeah, he started in the third Ro- act. Rose Byrne. Mm-hmm. Well, yikes! They made that one hard on I purpose. <laughs> that was weird. Very, some of the, sometimes these orders be are being a crazy order. It's be those. Ones, I mean, that movie. I guess it kind of makes sense because it's split into three parts. I, was, I think they go. They was doing it in each part. I guess. In this first part, it was blah 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 blah. Because Bradley Cooper, he was. In the end of the first part, starred in the whole second part, uh-huh. and was had a supporting role in the third part. So I would assume that he would just be the lead of that film. But I can understand why they would put Ryan Gosling as the lead. lead. Mm, I believe Ryan Gosling's on the cover of it. Mm, yep, him, even Mendez, even though he dies in this first act. Yeah. Spoiler alert! Him on uh, here's another spoiler alert. My Blu-ray, uh, my Blu-ray awards that I'm knee deep in it's getting very difficult to do it but i'll just keep trekking along i got him as a he's in the best supporting uh category he's, okay. he's up for that nomination so far will he make it to the end who knows you'll see uh in whatever year i finish this in my sister contacted me because she was upset at our picks in our disney pixar bracket well, she, she didn't have toy story 3 winning she felt that up was eliminated too early I am in the uh, minority of people who don't like Up. I feel like I got to go back and watch that movie. It's a good movie, but I told her it was going to lose regardless. (laughs) It was the first round, the second round, the finals. (laughs) I feel like it's like the Cavs. We're going to lose at one point. When it's going to happen, it's going to be a surprise. Birthday party. See, you thought I was going to hit a bar. I was waiting for you to say something awful. I said something fly. You Marty, Mick. Oh, see, you're not a bar jumper. Me, I'm a bar jumper. Wouldn't even need to say the Mick part. Yeah, because you trash. Who was like, who's Marty Fly? I mean, it's obvious. Who was Marty Fly? Jenny Slate. See, 
I'm a bar. Somebody keeper. please get in the comments and roast him for this obvious. It's called no child bar. It's called bar jumping. Don't you like it. You gotta say that middle word. I'm, I'm gonna a start bar call jumper. you Hayden Christensen then since you a Dang, and Eminem almost played that character. <laughs> Eminem almost always played the uh, action white star. He was almost in Elysium. Uh, won it. <laughs> Dang, he helped the careers of. If if it wasn't for Eminem, there would be no James McAvoy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Hayden Christian would have never got a second attempt yeah, to he disappear. Got <laughs> Where has Man. he been since Jumper? He threw Matt Damon a bone. Yeah, he's like, get this, get this, uh, uh, Mr. Cameos. <laughs> get this, yeah, I spoiled it. Get this, <laughs> get this movie. Nobody will remember that you were in. Yeah. Hey. All right. Um, you got any other game? No, I ain't got no more. All right, well, I got, since it's been a slow week, oh, never mind, before I introduce that, <laughs> let me, uh, before I forget, go back to this, I'll name this podcast later and move on to the- Bracket. Ne- <laughs> yeah, that bracket, and move on <laughs> to the next yeah. person who is going to have an entry in this, and her name is Natalia Portman. I was about All to right. say, who is that? <laughs> or as the regulars call her, Natalie Portman. So let me pull up her filmography, which I'm pretty sure is longer than it should be, even though she's a great actress. She it just... ain't longer than my paper, though. <sighs> no boy. Uh, Shout out to Atlanta. Uh, Jermaine Dupree. <laughs> <laughs> Bow wow. Huh? They go together like peanut butter and jelly. Yikes. All right. Now, going on to Natalie Portman's filmography, scrolling down to movies that I feel like we might know, brings <laughs> us uh, five years into her career with Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace Up Against Zoolander. Now, this is the, is this better or worse, better or worse? We are doing her best movie. Okay, so... Zoolander or Star Wars episode one, The Phantom Menace. I'm just going to go with Star Wars, I suppose. All right. Star Wars episode one versus Star Wars episode two, Attack of the Clones. Now, as we all know, I can never remember between these three. Phantom Menace was super boring. Attack of uh, the Clones was when all the clones was fighting. But up until that point, it was a bad love movie. And then the third one is when things started getting popping. I liked the clone aspect of that one. The first one, I liked the end fight. So that's a battle of which scene did you like more? I'll just give it Attack of the Clones. All right, Attack of the Clones. I'm sure it's not going to win. Did you see Garden State? I believe. I'm going to say I didn't. All right. But I feel like I have. All right, then we'll move on to episode two versus episode three, Revenge of the Sith. I'm going to go three. All right, Revenge of the Sith versus V for Vendetta. Revenge of the Sith. Uh, Revenge of the Sith versus... Did you see Mr. Megorium's Wonder Emporium? (laughs) (laughs) That title. Nah, rest in peace. Uh, Young Heath. Was he in this movie? Wasn't he? Isn't that the movie where three different actors play one character? Oh, no, that's the... (laughs) This is a kid's movie. That was the... The something Parnesius something. That's that's an understandable mix. It up. had Porium in it, I think. That had a crazy name too. <laughs> uh, All right, well, no, I didn't see that child's movie. Uh, was this the other? Was the other woman something? No. The other woman ain't that that comedy? 
No, that looks kind of serious. Dang, uh, I don't know what these movies are then. All right, v- uh, Revenge of the Sith versus Brothers. Brothers. Brothers versus Black Swan. Black Swan. Black Swan versus No Strings Attached. Black Swan. Black Swan versus Your Highness. Uh, sorry, Black Swan. <laughs> Black Swan versus. She did Your Highness. Uh-huh. <laughs> I bet she forgets that she did that. Mm-hmm. Black Swan versus Thor. Uh, bl- I say Black Swan. Wait, 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 wait. Cause she ain't in Ragnarok, so I can't wait to for that one. So now I gotta decide now. Cause Dark World, I believe, is worse than the first one. Yeah. All right, am I being biased or is this how I actually feel? <laughs> we won't be technical what her best movie is as far as her. It'd be Black Swan, I suppose. All right, Black Swan versus Thor: The Dark World. <sighs> I want one of the Thor. I want Thor to win, but I guess Black Swan if we go on her. Uh, Black Swan versus Jane got a gun. You didn't see that, did you? Nah. I'll help you, Black Swan. <laughs> uh. Uh, she was a pro- she was a producer for Pride, Prejudice, and Zombies. She had a bad. That seemed like something she produced. She had a bad 2000 <laughs> beginning of 2016. She had to do Jackie to get some good n- on her name, even though that movie was boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so Black Swan versus and you didn't see Annihilation. I saw it, mm-hmm. which means Black Swan is moving on as the winner for Natalie Portman. Dang. Lucky I didn't feel like throwing the first story over it. <laughs> All right, let me. We can do another one, another lady, Jennifer Lawrence, and okay. this will be her worst movie. Uh, what the heck is this? This might be easy. Jennifer Lawrence or Jennifer Lawrence and Rob Kardashian dating. <laughs> That's something new. <laughs> Two days ago. He. J Lo. Let me. Uh, now I gotta read about this. Do not. Last time I heard, she was dating Joe Edgerton. So you better go. You better run back to Joe. That must. Be, let me check this. Out. That's a super win compared to Rob. And he's funny looking. Big Kardashian who got a baby with Black China who was swinging strollers outside of Six Flags. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence and Rob. Car- I'm hoping it's April Fool's made Day. Made-up websites. Oh, so it's April Fool's Day. I, I'm a, I guess it is, but it's on several websites. Maybe that's a, everybody likes that April Fool's Day joke. All right, so well. Apparently, Jennifer Lawrence and Rob Kardashian have been dating. It looks like Jennifer Lawrence is turning into Kardashians to get over her ex, Darren Arshkowski. Maybe she wasn't. Maybe I just... Maybe they just pair her up with whoever she's doing a movie with, so she's probably shooting some funny movie with Rob Kardashian right now. No, they ain't together. That's very odd. Okay, so for oh, especially because of this little yeah, I'm done with them. That yeah. quote that was under there <laughs> was wild. Y'all need to stop having the same joke. Dang. All right. Um. So for Jennifer Lawrence, first we got don't didn't see three of those movies. Didn't see Winter's Bone. Did you see it? Nope. Didn't see like crazy. Did the Beaver. All right. So according to me, her first movie is X Men First Class, <laughs> okay. going up against the Hunger Games. So it's which one's worse? Mm-hmm. That's a nice little battle. Mm-hmm. I guess two I'm gonna great say, movies. I'm gonna go ahead and say Hunger Games worse. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna go preference. All right, the Hunger Games versus Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, hey, she got her filmography is tough until the end. Yep. <laughs> Start putting stinkers out. Okay, so which one's worse? Mm-hmm. 
keep going with Hunger Games, I think. Hunger Games or House of the End of the Street? Oh, wait. Nope, nope. This was a scary movie. That one. <laughs> House of the End of the Street? I'm trying to remember. It was bad. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I get all of them into that street. House, House movies. House on the Left or whatever. Good was, movie. Yeah, the remake was good. And it was super violent. Yeah. This was just whack. Okay, yeah. All right. House House of the End of the Street or The Hunger Games Catching Fire? House on the End of the Street. House of the End of the Street or American Hustle? House on the End of the Street. House of the End of the Street or X-Men Days of Futures Past? Definitely House on the End of the Street. Did you see Serena? Nope. It was that Bradley Cooper movie that went straight to the Oh, yeah. Uh, I didn't see that. House of the End of the Street or The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1? Yada. Say, <laughs> mocking because I was not a fan of them two movies, but House on the End of the Street, because I remember that that movie being sorry. All right, part two. I really ought to make that one. <laughs> Let me decide. Uh, both of the movies was, I like, spectacular. I'll go House on the End of the Street. All right, that versus Joy. A mop movie. I never seen Joy, but a movie about a mop. That was pretty disappointing. <laughs> I know I was a little shocked by how much I didn't like that movie. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess since I'm more familiar with Joy, I'll just move it to Joy. Okay. All right, Joy versus uh, X Men Apocalypse. <laughs> I haven't seen Joy. I've seen X Men Apocalypse, they and I can't, I can't, I can't imagine too many movies being worse than it. On a disappointing level, X Men Apocalypse yes. is definitely more disappointing Oscar than Joy. Isaac. Oh my gosh! Should have seen the signs when that blue came. When that yeah. blue paint was like, why they got a not blue, purple? Why they got this Power Ranger villain here? Yeah. Shout out to John Hamm for dodging the bullet. That is crazy because he was about to be Mister Sinister. And he was got lucked out by them needing to push that movie back. That's annoying. Like he was finally about to do a comic book movie. And I'm glad <laughs> it was saved. He spoke. He's meant to be in one of these real things. You know, these little the new mutants. Now it's supposed to be Antonio Banderas playing somebody. Yeah. When you can't get John Hamm, you gotta get this next best thing. <laughs> Go to this Latin fella. Yeah, who is he playing? I have no. What did they say he was playing? I saw a whole bunch of different options. They said, I have no clue. As long as they get rid of Anya Taylor Joy's bangs, I'm fine. That's what the reshoots need to be. Y'all can reshoot the whole movie, just remove those disgusting bangs. They need to change the way Maisie Williams yeah, she looks. Look, she looks wild. She's too. a very weird looking person. Look like a boy <laughs> on Good like Girls. Uh. uh What's going on? Good girl is uh, Mae Whitman's daughter on the show. Looks like a boy, and I can't tell if it's a boy in real life or not. <laughs> um, all right, so X-Men Apocalypse versus Passengers. X-Men Apocalypse. X-Men Apocalypse or Mother. X-Men Apocalypse. Some people may say yeah, otherwise, they, but I won't. They would have jumped to say Mother. All right, X-Men Apocalypse or Red Sparrow. Did not see Red Sparrow. Yeah, X-Men Apocalypse is definitely worse. All right, X Men Apocalypse. Our worst movie. Are moving on to the and next. She may top herself with a uh, Dark, Dark Phoenix. If Dark Phoenix is whack, it seems whack. <laughs> I mean, the whole delays and everything makes me a little scared. It's crazy. Apocalypse. Movies getting pushed back. So movies ain't been pushed back that far since uh, uh GI Joe. Woo! When they had to push it back because they needed to put a little more Shannon in it. 
that's crazy. I do. He hated the movies. That's what cracks me up. I remember back in the day, I was mad that he was not going to, or they killed him off early. Uh-huh. That's what he wanted. Right. Like, I'll do the movie. I'll add some scenes, but y'all kill me because I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> I'll let Dwayne Johnson deal with this this hassle. This, yours now. this awful script. All right. We almost caught up. We got uh, four more people. So when we okay. come to the end of the podcast, I'll see what time looking like. All right. So. Keeping it in a bracket uh, in area. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> bracket area. So today, as we record, is the national championship game for the men's uh-huh. tournament. Is Villanova versus Michigan. The women just did it yesterday. Notre Ooh. Dame versus Mississippi State. And that yeah. thriller that I didn't watch. Enrique uh, Agala Boogala. They got some cr- All they old names She's for women beat. are crazy. Uh-huh. So that uh, we'll see what the men's looking like. And April Fool's was yesterday. So in honor of that, I got a, as I like to call it, an April Fool's Day bracket. Okay. So um, with this bracket, I went to the the top about 105 movies do, uh, all time domestically. Since Black Panther is climbing up the charts, uh-huh. it's sitting at, I think it's about to pass Titanic. To be third all time. That's crazy. Wait, Star Wars, oh, Avatar. Yep, there's going to be a all black cast for the most part. It's about to be the third highest grossing movie of all time domestically, even though ticket prices are crazy nowadays. But um, so with all that said, I went and took the funny movies, not comedies, movies that I went down. <laughs> that funny moments in here. Yeah, all right. Put it on this bracket. 64 teams, so of course we might not, probably won't finish it this episode, and we're going to go through, and uh, the first one will just be which one's funnier uh, in each round, and then I'll change it again for the next round, and then swap back and forth between those two criteria unless I change my mind at the last minute. So, like I said, we got 64 teams, the movies that have some funny moments, from the top 105 US, or movies dom- U.S. movies domestically. That's basically saying the same thing. And going to go through and figure out which movie's funnier for this first round. Not better. Funnier. <laughs> All right. So first up, on the right side of the bracket, call this uh, the Easter bracket. Or Easter, <laughs> Easter region. We got... Star Wars Force Awakens. Okay. Because you know that movie had J-O-K-E's. <laughs> well, uh, what's her name? Ray kept telling Finn she didn't need him to hold his hand. Yeah. Or Chewy talking. Or, you know, <laughs> just a bunch of the humor. And then we have that going against Star Trek, the reboot. Chris Pine, Chris Hemsworth from the beginning. Zachary Quinto. Forgot Chris Hemsworth. Is he Spock? Uh-huh. Uh, Zoe Zaldana. R.I.P. Dan Yelchin, Dang. Simon Pegg, Judge Dreadfella, Carl Urban. Yeah. I'm going to go with Star Trek. All right. Star Trek had Chris Pine was putting on a comedic performance at the very beginning of that movie. So based off of uh, rankings-wise, we got an upset in the first game. Okay. Star Trek with the blowout of <laughs> the starting lineup of Ray at point guard. Finn yeah. at a defensive, he a three and D shooting guard. <laughs> he Avery Bradley. <laughs> and we got um, uh, what's his name? Adam ben Solo G- at small forward. Uh, Adam Driver. And then, what was it? then uh, 
I guess Harrison Ford can play a center, power forward. And power forward. Maybe Chewie. Chewbacca at center. <laughs> Going against the all-star shooting guard, Chris Pine. <laughs> we, can't, we got the just the jersey of Ed Yelchin right. playing point guard. His jersey in the rafters. So Ray didn't feel comfortable uh, guarding him, so he had a whole bunch of open looks somehow. <laughs> He's six, man. Yeah, Zachary Quinto at a small forward. Zoe Zaldana as the awkward power forward. <laughs> and then... Center Carl Urban, sure. Eric Banner, six man. <laughs> I be forgetting he was in that movie. Dang, then you got Simon Pegg as a seven. Uh-huh. That team was deep. Dang, got a little deep roster right there. <laughs> All right, and of course, your coach Tyler Ferry. Um, <laughs> Another dang. movie I forgot either. Shout out to Acrimony. Uh, all right, so next uh, matchup we got Zootopia versus Alice in Wonderland. Which movie is funnier? I mean, I'm assuming Zootopia would <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, even though I liked that movie. Yeah, not it, wasn't secret, part, it wasn't particularly like a laugher. <laughs> it just it just had Johnny Depp in it, and he was the Mad Hatter. Yeah, so him being weird is always funny. You know, he there was trying to be some humor in there. All right, next up we got Deadpool versus Suicide Squad. Uh, <laughs> very easy, <laughs> Deadpool. All right. Deadpool <laughs> going up against just Will Smith. Yeah, that's and a giant Courtney. The and Jared Leto putting oh, on Ike Barinholtz was funny in it too. Uh huh. But they couldn't stand up against the one man triumph that was <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Dang, maybe this I could have seen this being the one time Suicide Squad goes far in anything, unless mm-hmm. it's like which one is whacker. <laughs> All right, Finding Nemo. Because for obvious reasons, mm-hmm. versus the one that takes some thinking, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, because Shia LaBeouf was in there and he was wacky. <laughs> he was funny in it. Harrison Ford had a couple funny scenes as I just recently seen. Which but one? it is most definitely Finding Nemo. <laughs> all right, hey, all right. So if you had a basketball team constructed of Ellen. Okay. Um, the other guy, yeah, what's the, his name? Albert Brooks. Him, the little kid who played Nemo. Um, I know there was a more famous people in Finding Nemo that I just cannot think of. Alan would go for 30. <laughs> All right, so her versus Shia at okay. point. Harrison Ford at, like, whatever you want to put him at. <laughs> then there was, like, the lady who was in the movie, the mom, and some eight or some foreign people. Shia seemed like he passed first, so he ain't. And then everybody else don't seem like they shoot well. So I'm, I think Allen would take them in basketball. That might have to be. I just thought of an idea for another bracket. <laughs> really taking, putting the movies in there, taking the starting five and pretending they was basketball players. Awful looks. Who almost did that because I already changed my rules in boy fight like I had to in brother, brother, brother. I'm opening it up to more different kind of events. Yeah, that's what you do. You start out with one something, something, <laughs> go start waiting. Then as you start to branch out, you know. Yeah, it's still going to be called boy fight, though. All right. All right, so look out for that bracket or game in the near future, if we can remember. All right, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle versus Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. So Jack Black, not Jack Black. Oh, right, yeah, Jack Black versus. I know for sure it's Jumanji. <laughs> Cause. <laughs> yeah, because Johnny Depp was funny in that movie, but he can't stop Dwayne Johnson, Karen Gilliam, Gillian, Kevin Hart, Jack Black putting on a great performance, and the kids. So Jumanji moving on to the next round. All right. 
Next matchup, we got a good one. Wonder Woman versus Home Alone. So your Star Watch, Macaulay Culkin at point guard. The the dynamic duo of Wonder Woman at small forward and Chris Pine again at shooting guard. Oh, man. Who bringing the ball up, sir? Macaulay Culkin is the Iverson. He ain't got no help on his team. And he's still, he and he's still got the job done because uh, Home Alone is <laughs> got to be funnier than <laughs> Wonder Woman. All right, Home Alone with another ups or another upset in the Easter region, according to ranking wise. <laughs> all right. Yeah, Wonder Woman. She just couldn't come up correct. She hitting on them bricks. Uh-huh. All right, next match we got Shrek Two versus Monster University. Star Watch. Shrek Two is led by Eddie Murphy at point. Antonio Banderas as shooting guard. Okay. Shrek as center. Cameron or Fiona hey, slash Mike Cameron Myers. Diaz is that small forward. <laughs> Mike Myers is uh or yeah, he's at center. center. Small little center. Um and then whoever played uh Prince Charming. It would be a power forward. Justin Timberlake. Nah, that's but Shrek the third. Yeah. <laughs> um and then Monsters University, you got Big man playing center, Ooh, Scully. John Goodman posted up. <laughs> and then uh, Billy Crystal. At point guard. So who uh-huh. you got? Shrek 2, Monsters University. Which one was funnier? Mind you, Shrek 2 had the catnip scene where they was, I about to say, it was crack. I'm going with Shrek 2, even though John Goodman put up buckets. Mm-hmm. Shrek Monsters University is a great movie. <laughs> I always forget. That and Monsters, Inc. Are be for, that's like quietly one of Pixar's. Uh, one of their best little series they got going on right now. Definitely better than the Cars franchise. Ugh. All right, so Shrek 2 moves on in a battle. All right, next matchup for the, the last matchup in the Easter region, we got Beauty and the Beast, and I mean this recent one because Clock and Candle was funny. <laughs> uh, John... Nope, that's not his name. Big Guy. Played a gay character this time around. Uh... Now it's slipping my mind. Is his name not John? Nah. Nick? Joe? (laughs) I cannot think. I'm not looking it up. (laughs) I want to get it to my own head. Fizz? Fazon? (laughs) Uh, Fazon Love played. (laughs) Yes. Or whatever his name is. Josh. Josh Gad. Yeah, there you go. I knew it was someone with a J. <laughs> that going against. It's going to be tougher than you think. The Incredibles. <laughs> Beauty and the Beast and versus fact, The Incredibles. It's Beauty and the Beast. One joke of him stepping in a dance with a guy. Funnier than all the Incredibles. <laughs> Unfortunately not. I'm going Incredibles. All right. Incredibles, even though it's an upset on paper, don't seem like an upset in real life. <laughs> Oh. All right, moving down to the uh, the resurrection region, <laughs> we got Black Panther, okay, versus the Hangover Part Two. I mean, which one is funnier? I would say, let me take out the idea of which one is head and shoulders better. All right, I'm just I'm assuming I laugh more in Hangover Part Two. Which that's the now upset. All right, and the first up once again the top seeds in the first two regions are bye bye. All right, moving on, we got Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, versus it. 
<laughs> what you see is funny, but I'm gonna go Spider Man Homecoming. Right. Now if they would have left that uh that certain scene in there, it would have been more of a competition. <laughs> like, woo. <laughs> All right. Next we got Transformers Dark of the Moon. Okay. Which is the last one. <laughs> uh versus Iron Man. Which Iron Man. <laughs> All right. Dang, Shia. Yeah, another movie knocked out. All right, Despicable Me 2 mm-hmm. versus Independence Day. Which one is funnier? <laughs> Will Smith is funny in everything, but Despicable Me 2 got to be funny. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, dang, Will, you couldn't carry another movie. <laughs> when it's just him. Like when I think of Independence Day, I don't think I'm laughing. It's Wild Wild West you think about when you think of laughing through it with Will Smith in it. Hitch, <laughs> things like that. Legend of Bagger Vance. <laughs> All right. Next matchup Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 mm-hmm. versus Monsters Inc. Okay. Now we have a battle. Who is going to lead their team to the next round? Chris Pratt as like a stumpy little power forward. <laughs> Bradley Cooper at point. Vin Diesel as a small center. Zoe's so Aldana again Vinny. at small forward. They got Vinny. Which leads, for some reason, that puts Drax, <laughs> Dave Bautista at shooting guard. <laughs> He's one of them. Uh, <laughs> Even him, Chris Rasha, switch spots. <laughs> and then Monsters, Inc., once again, is led by the dynamic duo. Billy Chris. Dang. Which they one is- Trace McGrady and Yao Ming. <laughs> they ain't getting no Shaq and Kobe. <laughs> which uh, one is funnier? All right. Guardians of the Galaxy. Monsters Inc. Alright. Let's go, Goodman. We got another upset. We get these Marvel movies out of here. <laughs> Alright. Next matchup, we have Spider-Man versus Sing. Which Just is Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, the first one. Mm-hmm. Which is funnier. <laughs> I feel like huh. I'm really trying to struggle to remember if Spider-Man was actually funny. I, I know it had to have been. I can't think of any jokes, <laughs> so I'm going to sing. I know it had to have been because Tobey Maguire. Him just walking around got to be some sort of humor in it. <laughs> now, if you said Spider-Man 3. Oh, we don't get to that one. <laughs> I don't know who's going to watch. <laughs> All right, next movie, which is funnier. Toy Story 3 or <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm trying to remember. The Amazing Spider-Man also had jokes. I was too busy laughing at Emma Stone and Andrew Garfield as if they were Harry Bullwinkle. a top... I don't even know if they were funny either. There was, throughout Toy Story, hit you with some jokes in between the moments that you want to cry. But Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man, had one big laugh. That was that basketball scene. (laughs) Now, that's when it comes down to, I don't know. But I'm going to go ahead and give it to Toy Story. All right, Toy Story 3, get another one of these Marvel-related movies out of (laughs) here. Speaking of Marvel movies, we got... Avengers Age of Ultron okay. versus the Lego movie, which is funnier. See, unfortunately, <laughs> Lego movie is funnier. See, that's why they don't be called Marvel movies comedies, because if they go up against a comedy, yeah. they can beat. <laughs> face. Oh, my god! Because girls be saying their faces is beat nowadays. Uh, I don't know what that means, but. Beat like your kicks. Kicks like Jackie Chan. Chan like karate. Oh, I, yeah, you put yourself in a deep hole. Shia LaBeouf. 
the deep hole part. The deep part just makes it weird, but okay. I'm a bar jumper. I didn't count the deep. Rolling in. I knew you was about to say that. <laughs> I would have said waste. Shout, Shout out, out to, to Tyrese. Tyrese. <laughs> and the game, who was who the villain. chopped his arm off with a machete. Well, not Tyrese's arm, but whoever is. Uh, all right. Uh, Remember who we saw that movie with? Uh-huh. <laughs> That's an odd combo. Things... Change, they won't be. Man, I should invite him to my 25th soiree. <laughs> he wouldn't come, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Next matchup over there on the right side of the region. We'll call this uh, egg. <laughs> egg region. We got <laughs> Jurassic World. Okay. Versus How the Grinch Stole Christmas. How the Grinch Stole Christmas off top because Jim Carrey put on a performance. <laughs> All right. Next up, speaking of Spider-Man 3, that okay. versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, see, it would have been Spider-Man 3, <laughs> but Guardians of the Galaxy was very funny. All right. Spider-Man 3, you got eliminated when... You got emo Spider-Man out of here. That was emo classic. Peter Parker. All right. Inside Out versus Shrek the Third, which is funnier. Hasn't there been four Shrek movies? I believe so. Because one of them was called like Shrek After After or something wild. Oh, yeah. Shrek. Yes. Yeah, Shrek Forever After? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe Was that the one with Justin Timberlake? Or was he in the third one? I thought he was in the third one. Well, them last two was very right. forgettable. Is Inside Out funny? That's a good movie. Was it funny? Is it funnier than Shrek Third? Now, the last, the end of Inside Out. With the cats was hilarious, <laughs> but I also don't remember Shrek the Third. I can't even. I tell truly can't. They all it. blend in, so blender. Oh my god! Some some tells me Shrek had funnier stuff in it. It's gonna be seventy degrees tomorrow. I'm good. Dang! <laughs> I'm <laughs> going Shrek. All right, Shrek the Third. Moving on. All right, Spider Man Two versus Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. All right. Moving on to the next matchup. We have Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Okay. The last (laughs) Megan Fox one versus Iron Man 2. I'm assuming Iron Man 2. (laughs) You don't like them little Transformer jokes? uh, I like Shia in the first one. That's a very funny movie. You don't like what they be talking in puns and making all type of corny jokes? Yeah, I don't need those jokes. All right. Iron Man 3. Uh Uh-huh. Versus the controversial Up. Up, I'm pretty sure, is not that funny. Well, I, the kid was funny. The dog was funny. But I'm going Iron Man 3. All right. This is why Iron Man or Robert Downey Jr. makes the big bucks, the 50-plus uh-huh. million bucks, while the rest of his <laughs> compadres are making about 5 to $6 million. Mm-hmm. All right. Dead, or Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Men's Chest versus Meet the Fockers. Meet the Fockers. I can't. I can't differentiate between the pirates movies anymore, Definitely except for the not. last one I've seen. All right, so Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson, that little tag team backcourt. Uh, Steve Francis, Catino Mobley back there. Sheesh. And I guess Robert De Niro playing six minutes at center. Yeah. Six minutes to this first half. Six minutes to the next first <laughs> half. All right. Last in the egg region, we got <laughs> Finding Dory uh-huh. versus Shrek. Got some battle. gladiators. That's a battle. Okay. 
Ellen brought in her compadres for this one. She got a uh, old man from Modern Family. Had O'Neill. Got a uh, son from Modern Family. Not Ty son. Burrell. Yeah. Um, we got a uh, Mindy Kaling. Was Jenny Slate in this? Probably, but you had Idris Elba. Mm-hmm. Albert Brooks. She got a crew that and that movie was funny, but Shrek came out the gate swinging. Eddie, Mike, Cameron, who retired from movies. Oh yeah, that's how she did. Silently, that's crazy. Did she retire? Or did she get retired? <laughs> I think it's a little mix of both. <laughs> she wasn't getting them um, past years checks, so she was like, "I right, chuck up the deuce." Uh, man. Who you got, Finding Dory or Shrek? I'm going with the more recent one, Finding Dory. All right, at the buzzer. Ellen with the half-court heave. Enrique. That's going to be Drake going to say something in one of his songs. I switch hands like Enrique. All right, next in the last region, as we're going to call the basket region. Mind you, Easter probably won't fall on April Fool's. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're going to call this joke region. In the joke region, we got Marvel's The Avengers versus The Blind Side. Marvel's The Avengers. I mean, you don't want to hear jokes from... Uh, Not from Sandra. In a little accent? You don't like you don't like Michael Orr, the comedic biography? Nah. All right, next we have Minions okay. versus Forrest Gump. <laughs> Which movie was funnier? I mean, Forrest Gump is pretty funny just seeing uh, Tom Hanks act like that, but I'm going to go Minions. Okay. It ain't an upset on paper. All right. Here's a battle. Hank. Um, Hank? Hank battle? You don't know who Hank battle is? Nope. Guy who works at Lowe's. (laughs) Yeah, who is Hank battle? That's a a regional bar. I would have said... Texas and people would have still been like, "Who?" They they listened to the Dragon Ball Evolution episode. They did. That's probably when they stopped listening to the podcast. Like, oh, that remind me of that bad movie. <laughs> All right, here's a tough matchup: Furious Seven, okay, versus Transformers. All right, we got a battle: Ghost Man, Paul Walker, <laughs> back there at shooting guard with. Luda at point. Tyrese has right, small forward. If Luda's at point, they got a lot of turnovers. So I'm going to go with Transformers. Because <laughs> <laughs> Transformers, Anthony Anderson, Shia, mm-hmm. Megan, mm-hmm. Uh, what's his name? Yep. Uh, everybody know who we talking about when you say what's his name? Tyrese also playing double duty. Josh Dumel. <laughs> yeah, it's a wrap. Day. Ace bandage. Yeah, you get to Josh Dumel, and that's when it becomes a rap. You don't hear that no more. In a movie, he's in. What is he in? He's in Unsolved. Yep, that's what I was thinking. Of. And he's in your favorite movie, Love Joaquin. I mean Simon. Oh, uh, that's your movie. And you <laughs> said the only thing that would make that movie better is Kofi Cerebo was playing Who Simon. Who is Kofi Cerebomb? You oh. call him coffee because of his that skin is color? I don't, is he white oh, or black? No. You gotta tell don't me. I don't, like, I don't know who this fella is. You don't know who he is. Hey, 
You got girls trip on 4K Blu-ray. You the type of dude who be watching uh, old episodes of House of Pain and be like, uh, why do they call him Lance Gross? They should call him Lance Delicious. That's probably what you be saying. Oh, my gosh. You are a weird. Uh, oh man. Trying to pin this on me. You are odd. No happy birthday dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you lucky you said that garbage because when I said odd, I was going to say fairly parents. Uh, <laughs> odd fairly parents. Oh, man. <laughs> that was whack. A <laughs> moment. Uh, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Josh Dumel. Oh, y'all going to say yeah. it's interesting how. <laughs> Love Simon. He was married to Jennifer Garner. Then he just got cast in a movie where he'll be a couple with Megan Good. Not Megan Good. Megan Fox. I'm sorry. So he he's 20 years older than (laughs) Megan Fox. So I guess he can just be married to just any old age group, huh? I feel like he's already done a movie with Jennifer Garner. Probably. He's definitely done one with Megan Fox. Yeah. Um. (laughs) All right. So our next matchup is the Secret Life of Pets. Mm Mm-hmm. Versus Pirates of the Caribbean at World's Secret End. Secret Life Effects <laughs> with uh, Louis mm-hmm. Nasty in front of people, CK. Can't wait to see what his pet sounds like in the sequel. Uh-huh, it's going to sound just like one of these famous comedians, <laughs> Nick Crow or somebody. <laughs> All right, we got Frozen versus... I was very... The sol- Ice Cube. O'Shea Jackson. Me. Ingrid Goes West. Kanye. Pepper, Kanye Pepper. <laughs> you gotta bend. <laughs> you gotta bend your words, Cayenne Pepper. See, you forced that because if you would have said somehow got the Cayenne, I'd have said loving hip hop. Cayenne, they uh, Jacquey, they still together. Uh, hey, y'all don't know nothing about no loving hip hop. Go watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta tonight. Dang, it's getting getting <laughs> spicy as the kids say nowadays. Oh man! All right, so we got Frozen versus Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> I didn't know if it, I couldn't remember if any Harry Potter movies was funny. And, and I'm assuming Harry Potter is funnier <laughs> than Frozen. All right. I was very picky about the Harry Potter movies. I was like, Half-Blood Prince, I don't seem funny. <laughs> Deadly Hollows, I don't think was funny. Definitely not. <laughs> All right. We got Captain America Civil War versus The Hangover. Which movie is funnier? <laughs> the Hangover. By another Marvel movie. <laughs> Why'd I got it written down as The Hangover's? <laughs> so that's, that would be the, that's what they could short called the sequel, The Hangovers. Uh-huh. Or the trilogy. Um, and a box set. The Hangovers box set. We got The Lion King versus Despicable Me 3. Despicable Me 3. All right. We got our first. Is this our first? Oh, nope. Transformers was technically an upset. All right. Last but not least, we got Star Wars, the very first one, A New Hope, versus Captain America, The Winter Soldier. <laughs> If you would, if I would, any other day I would have put that as a comedy, but since I just watched it, there was some jokey jokes in there. And I'm gone with that because I don't know if I like the '70s style humor (laughs) at this moment. It was only Harrison Ford cracking jokes. Yeah. All right, and we finally finished our round of 64 of our April Fool's bracket. How long we been doing this? We are at a hour 15. Hour 15. All right, we can go ahead and pause it right there. So our next round, just to give y'all a heads up, would be 
our April Fool's round. You know how April Fool's Day is a psych uh, psych holiday. So uh-huh. if you had to choose which movie was psych doesn't exist anymore between the two, which one would it be? Okay. So we're going to save that for the next episode. Next no week. Dr. Dre and Snoop. And keep it pushing. Uh. Shopping cart. Just whack bar after whack bar after whack bar after whack bar after whack bar. I ain't like none of the drinks there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know it's whack when you got a little, a little voice. I'm a performer. <laughs> That's trash. Dumpster. All right, so we can, <laughs> we can do another one of the, I'll name this bracket later entry. This person is now, or we're at this person, and her name is Christina Hendricks. I thought you were about to say Million. If this is her bad movies, this is all of them. (laughs) (laughs) This would be her best movie. Okay. Which is, I don't think it'd be tough because it's like one. All right. So first up, she got a bunch of movies I've never heard of. So we're going to go all the way to Drive versus, ooh, got to skip over a bunch of them. Zoolander 2? She's Louise, isn't it? And there's a bunch of movies in between those, but I have no I think I was almost stuck in which one's funnier mode. <laughs> funnier between? Oh, yeah, that's definitely yeah. Zoolander 2 off the one scene <laughs> and of the lava party scene, which is funnier than, it could be funnier than the whole movies, but people hate. But Drive. All right, Drive versus, did you see the Neon Demon? No, but I know Drive has got to be better. Mm-hmm. Drive versus Bad Santa 2. Drive. Drive versus Fist Fight. Drive and Drive versus the latest, The Strangers Pray at Night. This Drive Her list of movies. <laughs> yeah, she has a long filmography too, which is weird. But I haven't heard of a bunch of these movies. Well, all right, so Drive movie is Drive, and then when we go back and look at it, I'm gonna think that's for Ryan Gosling. Uh huh. So that's what's gonna make it tricky. All right, since hers was so quick, I'll just move and do the last one, and then we can move on to the or punishment. All right, so Alicia or. Alicia Vikander, however you pronounce her name, you're doing her worst movie. First up, we got, you ever see Anna Karina? Nah. The Fifth Estate? Nah. What is Hotel? <laughs> that came out in 2013. It got, nope, never seen that one. So we're down to Never Seen Son of a Gun, Seventh Son, Testament of Youth, brings us to <laughs> Ex Machina and The Man from Uncle. So which one's worse? Yeah, have you seen these? Man from Uncle. Definitely. All right, The Man from Uncle versus The Danish Girl. I ain't seen The Danish Girl. It's definitely The Man from Uncle. <laughs> the Man from Uncle versus Jason Bourne. Man from Uncle. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on. Got to pass a couple movies, pass a couple movies. <laughs> and that brings us to last but not least, Tomb Raider. So which one's worse? Man from Uncle. I ain't seen Tomb Raider. It's the Man from Uncle. Moving <laughs> on. That's going to be real tough. Oh, man. man. From. Yeah, I definitely will not know who that is. I think it'll be like uh, Army Hammer. <laughs> All right. So we still. All right. So we. We'll just have, we have two people left, and then it'll be three with next week's uh, person when they come in. So we almost all caught up. Usher. All right, I'm so. so caught up. Got me feeling it. Caught up. I'm yeah. I got that voice. 
right, so you got somebody you want to put on punishment for this episode? Nothing I can think of. I ain't see no kind of. Yeah, nothing really. Juice. Nothing really happened. I mean, I mean, I, if I was to, if I'm gonna reach, I'll give it to Mahershala Ali for playing a pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> Mahersh. Unless I can just, it's about to be him because I'll take five to ten minutes trying to search. That is sad, Mahershala. I never would have thought you would have been on that list. Yeah. But then again, greats are on that list, like Ansel. Yeah, Ansel is like he's king. been on he's, there about four times. He's in the Hall of times. Fame. So, all right, Mahershala. <laughs> so, well, it's a rite of passage. You get one of those straight bullets. <laughs> so, so we get one of them weeks sometimes. Get one of them uh, Miles Tellers. Yeah, you was playing a pedophile, basically, and uh, Roxanne, Roxanne, and you were a pretty mean fella in that movie, too. So, what was that? You uh, go sit in the corner, sir, and look back at the movies that you did before you won your Oscar and be like, do I really want those to still come out? Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> that sounded crazy. I know I said something funny. Uh, nah, it was probably one of my slick punchlines. I doubt it. All right. So, Cottonmouth is that on make Punishment. The crowd have go you, wild. Have you watched Punisher yet? I ain't done with it. I am way behind on TV shows. I started Jessica Jones, I think I'm like seven episodes in. So far, it's cool. Of course, it's not better than the first season, though. But it's cool. I'm I- still watching American Horror Story. Oh, yeah. I'm on Freak Show now. Freak Show is good, but right now it's Coven, Freak Show, Murder House, and then The Whack Asylum. <laughs> Asylum, they did a whole season of a boring show. Oh, wait, you get to that last one. <laughs> Maybe y'all like it, but that... Last one. Wait, did she already seen it? Did she like it? I can't remember. No, that's probably a no. That was I was I was in no rush to finish that last episode. Dang. All right, I don't know how to spell pedophile, so uh, hopefully I know what it is when I go back and look at my notes. Like, what is that word? Um. All right. So all right. So moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the game or the show. So we got to resolve. I think like two movies. I am very thirsty. All right, yeah, we got to do Tyler Perry's Acrimony and God's Not Dead, A Light and Darkness. So going on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Tomato. Tomato, tomato. All right, so Rotten Tomatoes right now. First, we got Tyler Perry's Acrimony. All right. It's sitting at a 25%. Okay. I gave it a 20%. (sighs) You gave it a 30%. So that's right <laughs> down the middle. <laughs> I don't remember how he did it last time. Is but it that's about clo- the- is it the closest without going over? Because then I lost. I uh, don't I remember. I remember. I'm about to just give it a draw. So that's two dub. That's a W for each of us. Okay, I'm good with that. Moving a seven to ten, still down by three. Stupid Tyler Perry scratches. Dang. All right, moving on to God's Not Dead, A Light and Darkness. That is sitting at a... I guess that, that didn't even get the top 10 this week, so that's unfortunate. People was like, we only taking one religious movie. We ain't taking multiple... Or is there... Do I not, where that at? Oh, here it, it is. Came out, yeah. It's at a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. <laughs> I gave it a 13%. Woo! 
you gave it a 10%. Dang it. So we were awful. We was in the close awful range. But I was able to pull ahead with the W. Thank the Lord. So that gives it a score of me, 8, you, 10. If you've listened to this podcast from early on, you know that there was a game called the Where's Morgan game. And uh, <laughs> Unsane may be entering in that tournament. Yeah, I don't... That's unfortunate. I don't even know how many theaters that movie has. It was in... How many theaters was it in last time? It was in, like, a little under 2,000. But, I mean, the, I guess they promoted it so late. Dang, I wanted that to kind of... Some people to see it. That was a good movie. Okay, well, I don't trust this movie called Miracle Season. It's about a high school volleyball team. Oh, oof. we know what happens. It got Helen Hunt and William Hurt in it. But, oh, that's, that's everybody. And it says a wide release. <laughs> <laughs> this will be so difficult. <sighs> I mean, I guess we can try it. Let me see what this movie is about. What is it? Uh, it's about a based on the inspiring true story of a West High School girls volleyball team. After the loss of the school star player Caroline Line found in an accident, the remaining team players must band together under the guidance of their tough love coach in hope of winning the state championship. Boring. This, this is in one theater here. <laughs> is it? Yeah. All right, moving on. We ain't doing that. One. <laughs> I was gonna give it a five. All right, so we don't got a movie coming up this week because Quiet Place is still at a hundred percent. Blockers is still at a shockingly 87%. Good job. So I guess John Cena is really that next dude, the uh-huh. new Dwayne Johnson. All right, so moving on to uh, the April 13 releases, we have – we can do two movies for that one. Okay. First up, Rampage. All right. Rock. I really think about this because nothing popped in my head immediately. I, got, like, I feel like it could be like – could be like at the top end of whack or the bottom end of good. Yes. All right, let me just. All right, all right, let me think, let me think. While you're giving yours, I'm about to just go out on a limb, tree branch, tree branch. and <laughs> go with mine, even though I'm very hesitant. I'm going to give it a 58%. That was close to what I almost decided on. I started at 63, then I went to 60, and then right before I said it, it hit 58. Let me go 50. All right, 50. Smack dab in the middle. 58%. see, sure. Gosh, versus your 50%. All right, and that leaves us with the next movie, which is, as it's now being titled, Blumhouse's Truth or Dare. So just Truth oh, or yeah. Dare. They they get, want, that means that movie's whack. Yeah, because they, yeah. <laughs> they want you to know it's one of their movies. They're hoping that name will get you into the theater. But they could just say Lucy Hell and Truth or Dare. I'll get the crowds. Nah. I'll get the crowds going out and she looks very young. She does, but she's still like 30, 32 years old. Yeah, it's crazy. She's about to be forty in a less than ten years. That's a little worrisome. Truth or Dare. At forty, I'll I'll still be watching whatever Pretty Little Liar spinoff they got on the air. So it don't even matter. Oh man. So Truth or Dare? Would you give in Truth or Dare? This dude has directed all right movies and bad movies as well. The concept is cool, but maybe this is... Whenever you doubt them, it's just something. They throw another hit out there. Should I go high? When they go low, 
Michelle Obama. 63%. All right, you went 63. I'm doubting this movie, even though I'm feeling I'm going to regret this. I went high. That's out of fear. I'm going with 45%. Okay, because I was, I was in between about 16% and 63%. <laughs> I hope this movie is... Please don't be around 16%. But we're going to see. All right, so for Rampage, I'm giving it a 58. You're giving it a 50%. And for Truth or Dare, I'm going with 45, and you're going with 63%. So we will resolve those movies in a few weeks. Month, uh, all right. Is it movies, Blumhouse or Blu-rays or Blu-ray releases for this week? We have just two. First one is Insidious: The Last Key. I'll put that as a must-own just because I want to have all the movies in that franchise, even though it's my least favorite of the four. Put it as a must own, but I still don't even own Chapter Three yet, so I'm slipping. Banana Peel, <laughs> <laughs> and I believe this is a new release. Father Figures. What is what is Owen that? Wilson and Ed Helms and Oh, Cat I Williams. forgot all about that movie. <laughs> I would put that as a might rent just to see it, <laughs> which I'm now going to switch to might stream. Yeah, to make it more a little bit relevant, so I'll put it as a might stream just to actually watch the movie. But I can see me forgetting about it as soon as I take these headphones off. Yep, that's the last movie for this week. All right, what movie are you trying to see before the next episode? No Snoop, Dr. Dre, and Nate Dog. I would like to see. What's that movie called again? Oh yeah, Quiet Place. Okay. So I'm going to shoot for that. Obviously, I also want to see Blockers, and I still need to see Ready Player One. But A Quiet Place, I think I want to see that. All right, me. And uh, for people who are going to get a, a Movie Pass subscription, when y'all saw that it was six ninety five, it is now back up to nine ninety five. <laughs> they gave y'all a day. You missed the opportunity. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> They gave y'all a day. Well, I haven't seen any uh, struggle with the app since they did that, so maybe they're getting their they system did, together. They, or they did that very fast. Mm-hmm. Like uh, April Fool's Day? Was that an April Fool's Day joke? You know how every every, every year I come in here saying the, the I- post I fell for? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't fall for any this year because yeah. the ones I saw that could be, they're like right in the middle, like ones that said Tom Holland and Edgar Wright are working on a Ferris Bueller's Day Off remake <laughs> called Hashtag Save Ferris. Like, Dang, that's such a good casting. I don't know if it's true or not. I'm like, whatever. And then that on top of that Zac Efron is. That was insulting. <laughs> like, dang, it would have been a good Venom. <laughs> that was, that made me mad. Now I got to deal with Tom Hardy and his Tom Hardy movie Venom. Yeah. Even though uh, Ludwig or whatever his name is is scoring a movie. Uh-huh. So maybe the music will be good. That's about make, it. <laughs> that'll make the rest of the movie sing good. Pennywise. Me personally, when it comes to the next movie I'm seeing, I'm going to most likely see Pacific Rim next, even though I tried to see this movie called Flower. Oh, yeah. Um, Ain't that on? Is that on? I don't know why I felt like I saw that. On the computer or something. Probably is. I didn't even know what it... I didn't had no clue what it was, so I was just looking at movie times and saw that had Zoe Dutch and uh, Old Girl from Bad Moms and 
Oh yeah. I can't think of her name right now. Brothers or step step brothers, and then uh, also had Adam Scott in there. So I was like, oh, it's a nice little cast. So I'll go see the movie. And, and it was a it said dark dramedy. So I was like, cool. Even though it has like a like it's like it's like right down the middle with the critics. It's not good or it's good. So um probably won't see it while it's at the theaters because it'll probably be gone in like a second. So Pacific Rim and definitely. Uh, I, I, I want to see Blockers and Quiet Place, so it'll really be up in the air. No George Clooney about which one I see next. <sighs> no bus. It's the worst. I guess this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal Whatchamacallit. Jelly Boys. That just sounds very gross. <laughs> the Bakari boy. That sounds even nastier because <laughs> if you know whose middle name that is. And uh, you a Bakari boy. And you are Nady Shirabo. I don't know who that is. Uh, quit hey. trying to deny it. He put a ring on it, Beyonce. Only person that put a ring on it. Here we go. Is Jesus. I thought you were going to say <laughs> Michael Ealy. Yeah. Why would I? Who was that? Your other boy? I don't have a they, boy to begin they with. fighting over you. That's disgusting. No soldier boy. You have to know his ad libs to know that punchline was fine. Hey, shout out. Has soldier season dropped yet? I don't think so. Because if it did, the streets would be on lock. Key. Key. Gen Michael Key. Nope. Your bar was whack. <laughs> my, my bar deli- was fire. My delivery was better. I just said key. I saw a fan, uh, a <laughs> casting that said, um, Ansel should play Human Torch. I'll take that, too. Who was playing Mr. Fantastic? You know what? Ansel is Mr. Fantastic, Invisible Woman, Human Torch, and The Thing. Back in the day, I would have definitely said he could play Invisible Woman. But, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Eddie Ratman can be Invisible Woman. <laughs> you too. Eddie Ratman, Ansel Elgert. Some movies should do that to slap the Me Too movement in their faces. Like, I were casting all males in this movie that role. Like, yeah. I'm women in it. Do girl strip with all men. I'm surprised. That, that's Hangover. Yeah. Uh, call it girl strip still. Yep. <laughs> G- uh, guys Tay Diggs. Morse Chestnut. Uh, uh, uh. This dude's Phantoms. This dude was fanning himself off. We're going to go Tay Diggs. Oh, oh, Morse Chestnut. Romney Malco. You lost me. <laughs> and you gotta have one more. Who else doesn't have nothing up top? Shamar Moore. Dang, so, that was a bomb. <laughs> Tay Diggs, Morris Chestnut, Romney Malco, and Shamar Moore. Now you gotta put like Lil Rel Howdy in there. To be a Tiffany Haddish. Okay. So who got it? But that's what Romney Malco is supposed to be playing. Yeah, but Romney's time has passed. <laughs> All right, and then the the Kofi of the movie would be uh, who? Your boyfriend. It would be somebody along the lines of who's like a girl Kofi. Oh, uh, I thought you were gonna keep it around with still a guy. I mean, that's on you. You gotta come up with the name then. I don't know. I'll Fine, just... Kofi. <laughs> he'll she'll just play it again. Uh, that was weird. I'd have said something like, I don't know. Ronda Rousey. I don't know. She's big. <laughs> she's a wrestling star now, so she's that's embarrassing. And I haven't seen her there. fight yet, except just... for when she slammed uh, 
What's his name through the table? She just skits now until she's ready to fight. That is crazy. She, she does that. She wears up. that big old leather jacket she got from Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Oh, Anyways, man. we're just rambling on this <laughs> podcast. I don't know what we're talking about. I'm sleepy as all get out, Jordan Pill. Okay, um, we're saying names. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm uh, <laughs> Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Pratt's on the third, aka Nadington, Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens. Uh, then Tomb Nader, Ready Play or Nady Player One, Pacific uh, M. Walking uh, Penny's worth, and since I'm sleepy, sweet lady, wow. would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll, over. I'll, I'll be, be there when you need me. me. Just call and. Receive me. Ding 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 do did I buy Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Now Wolf sucks. Nina Dobev sucks. And Taylor Kish sucks. And Ramandi Malco sucks. And Chingy sucks And I believe that's all of them Shout out to King Gansel The Baby Driver Supernova EP <laughs> Gonna be coming out soon oh, That's what it's called I believe so Man, Give us a full album You all ready right. Hey don't weaken Player this one. Anyways Alright I guess it's time to end this off with uh, Yeah Huh Usher That was whack 100 99,